Hello and welcome into another edition of your favorite podcast, Burgers and Brats. We made it through another week and you're blessed with another episode of your favorite podcast. We got a lot going on in the sports world. The NBA is turning into the UFC. NFL is entering week 11 already. In college football, we've got two more weeks of the regular season. So it's all starting to come to an end in the football world. But got some NBA fights and in-season tournament to keep us busy. Before we get started, make sure to follow the podcast on any platform, any streaming service at Burgers and Brats. And stay up to date with latest news on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at Burgers and Brats. And check us out live on Millions.co, where you can watch live streams, buy some merch, and request personalized videos, and the podcast website, BurgersBratsPodcast.com. All right, let's start in the NBA Draymond Green, man, this dude wants to be a fighter playing the UFC so bad that Warriors and Minnesota get into a altercation. Three players ejected with zero points on the board. There were zero points on the scoreboard, and people were already getting ejected. Uh, Sorry, Clay Thompson getting his jersey tugged, and uh, he got ejected. And then Draymond Green decides to go choke out Rudy Rudy Gobert. Makes no sense. I, I am sick and tired of Draymond. I, I am tired of this dude. I, he needs to be suspended for at least half this season, if not already just, I mean, kicked out. Dude. This dude cannot, he not he cannot help himself just fighting. I mean, Yam Jordan Poole, he, he's always fighting somebody. It's just ridiculous uh, what this guy does on a nightly basis and how he talks to the officials and uh, no repercussions on him. So hopefully the NBA comes and lays a heavy, heavy, heavy fine and a really good suspension on him. But uh, so far this season, the in-season tournament has been pretty good. A lot of close games. I think the average margin of victory is about uh, point or points uh, differential is about four points a game in these tournaments compared to, I mean, just close to double digits uh, when it's not the NBA when it's not the in-season tournament. So uh, it has brought a lot of good competition. Players are buying into it. I mean. Uh, good rewards for the winners, and uh, I mean, there are only a few teams that haven't won in the in-season tournament, so uh, what we're seeing is some pretty good basketball, a lot of close close wins, and it, I think I think it's good for the sport. I mean, I still don't really understand. I don't think most of us really understand it, including the NBA players, but uh, it's been some good basketball, so that continues this week, and then it'll continue next week as well. Um, so, Denver beat uh, the uh, Clippers. Clippers now 0-4 with James Harden, 0-5 in their last five. I really thought that Harden trade would work out a little better than this. I mean, still early, but, I mean, 10 games in, 15 games in, you should have your identity and uh, be a better team than this with that many all-stars on the court. I mean, they've been close in a bunch of games, but also – Losing to some bad teams as well, so it maybe it was the wrong trade for the Clippers to bring in James Harden. It, it was just bad because Clippers looked pretty good in the season. Uh, if they could keep Kawhi Paul George healthy, and I think Harden just ruined uh, the team chemistry and everything. So just can't find that right that right team, that right five man group to put out. But uh, who knows? Maybe it'll work. These are still good basketball players. Uh, season, uh, and then we had Chet versus Wimbenyama, uh, a battle of mid in that game. 
I mean, Vic had eight points. Chet had seven. They both uh, had a combined, I think, six field goals, maybe seven total on the game. It, it was not great uh, statistically for either of those guys, but we finally got to, we got to see them in the regular season. Uh, some games coming up this weekend. Uh, not 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 too great on Friday. We got Phoenix and Utah. Phoenix, their starting lineup is back and healthy, so we'll see how they mesh. Uh, should be pretty good. Maybe some struggles early on. Saturday, we got Dallas and Milwaukee. That should be a very good matchup. I mean, Dallas playing really good basketball. Milwaukee playing good, but still don't look like they're they've hitting their full max potential yet. Which I mean should happen. And like I said, new new team chemistry got to build it. Uh, new players. So it should stack up. And then OKC and Golden State. See how these young guns, OKC, uh, can uh, play against the champs. Uh, Draymond probably won't be there. See what Steph, see if Steph's healthy. Uh, but that should be a fun game as well. And then to round out this weekend, uh, not, not too much. Not too much. Nothing really. You got Phoenix, Utah again, and then. Uh, Houston Lakers. We got the Dylan Brooks, LeBron and James matchup as well. Uh, Lakers five and zero at home this year. Denver seven and zero at home this year. Uh, some other teams, two other teams undefeated. So not bad uh, on the, at home for the Lakers. I mean, took a little slow start with LeBron James being the full head time coach as well. But uh, Lakers look pretty good. They got a pretty good win the other night. So. Uh, NBA season, NBA season tournament, and it, we're not even at halfway point. So just starting the season, it's already been fun, entertaining, especially with uh, the new tournament. All right, let's go into the NFL. What a weekend. What a weekend in the NFL. Not one, not two, not three, not four, not five, but six game winners as time expired. Six. Six scores to win games as time expired in the NFL weekend. What a week 10 it was. Remarkable. Didn't think the slate was great, but, man, it gave us something awesome. Six game winners. Crazy. Uh, Last one with my Broncos upsetting the Bills on the road. Let Russ cook, baby. Uh, Broncos defense back. Uh, Apologies to Vance Joseph. I wasn't familiar with your game. but stepping it up, Sean Payton uh, getting some good wins. Broncos looking pretty good, winning uh, three in a row and beat the two artist teams on their schedule. Uh, Browns beat the Ravens after they were down by two touchdowns in the fourth. Uh, they come back and win. Come on, Lamar. Come on, Baltimore. I had high expectations for you. So this that hurt a little bit. But luckily, uh, Browns and Ravens don't play anymore. And the Browns, uh, Deshaun Watson is now out for the season. So Browns fans. It's always something, always something for you guys. Uh, Houston, CJ Stroud, man, this guy's legit. Win it, beat Cincinnati, the uh, the rising Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, I picked Cincinnati in that game. I was like, they're they're coming up. They just beat the 49ers. Uh, I, I said Houston, I said Houston and CJ Stroud, they're legit. They're a good team. I did not see them winning last week, but uh, CJ Stroud, man, what a pick, what a pick that was. And then Kyler Murray. Coming back, uh, getting his team, leading his team to a game winner 
as time expired. So K1, Kyler Murray looked really good in his return and excited to see him back on the field. Cowboys are now 89-17 and versus the Giants in total points this year. Uh, yeah, the Cowboys have scored 89 points against the Giants in two games this season. So uh, offense is back, but who isn't back against the Giants? Uh, Lions outscore the Chargers, and the 49ers look to be back after finally getting a win after a three-game losing skid. All right, some Week 11 picks. Uh, not a bad weekend. Uh, a couple games that we could see should be pretty good. Should be a little close. Uh, let's start with Tampa Bay at San Francisco. San Francisco actually 11 and a half point favorite in this one. I think that's a little strong. Uh, Tampa Bay's been, got a win last week. They've been looking pretty good. I mean, they should have beat Houston uh, two weeks ago. Uh, San Francisco, great win versus Jacksonville last week. I thought that was huge, especially with how much they dominated offensively and defensively. Baker Mayfield, really, he's doing really good. He's in the top tier in the league in most categories. Defense finally showed up last week and got a win. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, 17-game scoring streak came to an end. Sad. I, I was hoping it would never end. Uh, it's surprising because how many points they put up. But, yeah, CMC, no touchdown last week. Uh, this game has got major wildcard implications. I mean, Tampa Bay is right back in the hunt. I mean, tied in the AFC South and can make a run with this big win. San Francisco, they're tied right now with Seattle in their division. So uh, major implications there for the playoffs, especially both being in the NFC. Both quarterbacks pretty even statistically. Uh, San Francisco, got to get everyone involved like last week and see how that turned out. Everyone's involved. You've got the playmakers. You've got the best playmakers all around on either side. Maybe not the quarterback position, but otherwise all the best uh, uh, cor- or all the best playmakers and special players. Uh, San Francisco, top five on offense and defense uh, with scoring 28 points a game. Uh, they do like to get out to those hot starts. I mean, they, they've scored first or led in more than half their games. At halftime, uh, Tampa Bay's only scored first three times, uh, while San Francisco six and one when scoring first. Uh, but Tampa Bay uh, uh, got to get got to get to a hot start if you want to beat the San Francisco team. Got to score points because uh, San Francisco will put the pressure on, and then uh, no, you only got to pass. It's not like Tampa Bay has a running game though. I mean, they're thirty first in rushing yards per game with thirty or with seventy eight. 78 rushing yards per game. That is 31st in the league. Got to find something this week. Got to find something to keep San Francisco off the field. I just think San Francisco got too many ballers, but Baker Mayfield, he's a dog, so I can see this game definitely being closer than uh, the 11.5 point spread. I got San Francisco winning 28-25, to so close one. Pittsburgh at Cleveland. Uh, PK on the... A line right now, Cleveland now without Deshaun Watson for the year. Uh, both, though, I mean, somehow keep winning uh, just terribly offensively, but really good defensively, and that's what gets points. Just do do just enough. Uh, Cleveland come back last week against Baltimore. Pittsburgh uh, winning right at the end against Green Bay. Uh, really somehow, I don't know how Pittsburgh put up 26 against Cleveland in uh, – or. Uh, earlier in the year, uh, a little surprising. That's that's like the most points they've scored. And Cleveland is the number one defense in the league. Uh, Pittsburgh twenty eighth on offense uh, and defense, so they're not good at either. Really, oh well. 
yeah, it's it's kind of surprising to see Pittsburgh that low in defense with how many stops uh, they're getting. But Cleveland, like I said, number one in defense, giving up only 242 yards per game. Both six and three with some mid quarterbacks, and it gets even more mid uh, with whoever's coming in for Cleveland this week. Uh, give the ball George Pickens, Pittsburgh. That's all you got to do. Give it to Pickens. Uh, he's balling out. Uh, Amari Cooper also underrated for Cleveland. Not talking about him enough with 715 yards on 41 receptions. So he's getting the ball, making a lot with it. Uh, both quarterbacks only, well, uh, before we learned the Sean Watson injury, uh, 13 touchdowns and eight interceptions combined. So battle mid right there. Not great. Uh, four and one, both four and one, their last five as well. Pittsburgh, six and oh and one score games. Get through the adversity, do just enough to win, come up with those key stops. At six and all one score games is very impressive because anything, any play, anything can go against you. And one play, it's all it takes, and that score uh, goes against you. Both as well, four and oh when scoring first and leading at the half. So this should be a good game. We'll see. Maybe quarterback comes in for Cleveland and plays better than Deshaun Watson. Who knows? Uh, over under, uh, I believe it's at 36 right now. So not a lot of points uh, to be scored. Uh, maybe I probably go. I'll go 21 uh, to 18 in this game. Pittsburgh got Pittsburgh getting a win without. Or I think they do just enough. Why not? Uh, Arizona at Houston. Houston a five point favorite in this one. I think the element of Kyler Murray should be noted a little bit more, uh, just what he can do. But, I mean, CJ, CJ Stroud, rookie of the year, honestly. Rookie of the year right now. Uh, 2,600 yards, 15 touchdowns, only two interceptions as a rookie. Only two. And uh, this is week 11. Uh, second in the league in passing yards. Just He's been doing so good. Cardinals, I mean, they show they can stand with some of these tougher teams, and that was with, uh, Dobbs when he wasn't playing well, Cole McCoy, all these other quarterbacks, but K1 can do a lot on his feet. He he wasn't just a he wasn't just a pocket quarterback last week. He got around. I mean that third down and ten rushing, uh, where he wants where he ran seventy yards to pick up like thirteen yards, crazy, uh, insane to do off an ACL injury. So uh, this man can can still run. So you got to respect that. And I mean. That's the difference in a game. I mean, a mobile quarterback or not. Uh, defense, uh, still not good for the Cardinals, though. They And this Houston team can light anyone up in the league. It, it, the only question is, can C.J. Stroud come down to earth? I don't know. It, if it's if he's been balling this long, he's probably not going to come down to earth anytime soon. So I think it's close. Uh, I like Houston in this game, but still wouldn't be surprised if Arizona could somehow find a way uh, to win. All right, last game. Uh, could be game of the year candidate. Monday night football rematch of the Super Bowl. Can or Philadelphia at Kansas City. This is going to be really fun. Kansas City, a two and a half point favorite in this one. Kansas City had a really good game the other week with where they beat the Miami Dolphins in England or in Germany. So uh, this game should be good. Both quarterbacks, twenty four hundred yards, fifteen touchdowns, uh, eight interceptions on the season. So. Both have problems uh, keeping the ball under in in their own team's hands. So, got whoever if you turn the ball over against any of these teams, you are going to pay offensively, defensively. You're going to pay. Uh, Philadelphia, Jalen, just get it done on the run game. Man, they just wear defenses out. They just wear them out. AJ, but 
with that being said, AJ Brown, 1,000 yards on the year already. He's already got 1,000 yards on the season on 67 receptions. Yeah, this man is doing the most. He's looking really good. Uh, could be offense player of the year. Both really top offense and defensively, statistically wise. Uh, Philadelphia five and one in one score games. I mean, they they just wear you down. You know, get the ball back, go on eight. They can go on an eight minute drive, or they can go on a one and a half minute drive. They can do either or. That's just what's so good about this Philadelphia team. Uh, I mean, both teams score first and they hold the lead. So uh, this game could be game of the year. The, these two teams match up phenomenally against each other. I'm super excited to watch this. Uh, both Kansas City 4-1 at home, Philadelphia 4-1 on the road. So, this, this game's going to be awesome. I, that's all I got to say. This game is going to be awesome. I think Philadelphia comes in and wins 31-28 to over the Kansas City Chiefs. See how Patrick Mahomes plays. Uh, got that turnover issue controlled a little bit last week, so defense looked good. Really good last week. See if the offense can score some points and get defense get some stops against this Philadelphia team. All right, let's go into on this day in history. 1928, Disney's Steamboat Willie released. It was the first Mickey Mouse sound cartoon. 1863, Abraham Lincoln gives his famous Gettysburg Address. And then 1805, Lewis and Clark reach the Pacific Ocean, the first Europeans to do so. And in 1620, the Mayflower reaches Cape Cod. What some good history on this one. There's some really good history uh, on this day. All right, happy birthday, Martin Scorsese, Danny DeVito, Larry King, and Jody Foster. Some good birthdays on this day. Uh, on this day, sponsored by Hefner Eye Care. Check them out. Need contacts, glasses, sunglasses, literally anything. Uh, eye exam. Got to go get that annually. Check them out. Hefner Eye Care. And on the web at HefnerEyeCare.com where you can try their virtual try-on from the comfort of your own home. All right. Week 11 recap in college football. Pretty interesting weekend. Uh, some good ranked matchups. Uh, Georgia. Chewed up. Ole Miss in the second half just put them to bed. Uh, it was close in the first half, and then Georgia came out and said, ah, we're not doing this. We're, we're just going to dominate them and show why, show the country why we're the number one team, and rightfully so, they're now the number ranked, number one ranked team, which they should have been uh, when the first rankings came out. Washington outscores Utah this week. Utah, I mean, putting up some points uh, for a team that doesn't put up points. Washington defense needs a little help, but Michael Penix, I mean, he's solidifying himself as the Heisman winner. Uh, could come down to the Pac-12 championship game, though. All right, USC loses four of their last five, and the world is happy and all is right again. Texas escapes once again in a one-score game, blowing a 20-point lead. Uh, Michigan wins without Harbaugh. Man, get him suspended. I'm not. You're not America's team, Jim. You are not America's team. No one likes Michigan right now. No one cares for them. No one likes them. We all hate you guys right now for what you're doing, and we think of all your wins as just fraudulent. Ohio State doesn't doesn't look too good. Uh, doesn't look too good. James Madison ten and zero. This they're ten and zero, and they're getting college game day for this week, so that's gonna be fun. 
out there at JMU. Excited to watch game day. Uh, finally not going to an SEC school. Penn State uh, escapes. Or Penn State beat Michigan. So, or Michigan beat Penn State. So, uh, really not hype on Penn State. Uh, but, I mean, win's a win for Michigan. All right. Uh, let's go to some college football picks. We're already in week 12. We're in week 12 of the season. Wow. And we are getting a big game. The game. Yeah, the game. The 139th meeting all-time versus these two teams. It's Harvard and Yale. I'm most excited for this this weekend. I am excited for the game. Uh, Harvard 8-1 on the year, and their only loss? The week I picked them uh, to beat Princeton, I believe. So uh, their one loss is uh, my jinx, and I apologize, Harvard. Uh, Yale quarterback uh, grooms 1,700 yards with 20 touchdowns on the season. Pretty good for Yale. Uh, Harvard's quarterback, uh, Jaden Craig, came in this last week. Uh, other quarterback due to injury, balled out, won uh, player of the week in the conference. Uh, and they they secured the share, at least a share of the Ivy League title with the win last week for Harvard. Harvard relies on that run game a lot. I mean, with these different quarterbacks they've had during the season. And uh, like I said, uh, Yale quarterback Nolan Grooms balling out in the air. He's also balling out on the ground. He's the leading rusher with 123 attempts, 576 yards. Yeah, 576 yards on 123 attempts for their quarterback. But this guy can throw. And their uh, wide receiver for Yale, uh, Mason Timpton, 10 touchdowns on 52 receptions and 776 yards. I mean, Yale can do it all. Yale can do it all for this team. Oh, I, w- I want to pick Yale. I want to pick Yale. But I got to go with the team I picked earlier in the year and let me down. Don't let me down again. Go Harvard. Yale. All right, that's what I got in the 139th meeting all time. Wow, that's a lot of time. That's a lot of times playing. All right, uh, 21 Kansas State at number 25 Kansas. Kansas State an eight-point favorite in this game. Both have a chance to be the Big 12 reach the Big 12 title game. Kansas State's odds drastically improve with a win over Kansas. Lance Leopold is him. For Kansas, I mean, he's brought this team back from a dumpster fire to, I mean, kind of respectable again. So I would not be surprised if we see this being Lance's last year in Lawrence, Kansas, maybe taking a better job, maybe A&M, Mississippi State, or what else comes open. I mean, if you're offered, if you're offered $76 million like Jimbo Fisher was, I would not turn that down. Don't care where I am. Um... Will Howard, seven touchdowns in the last two games. Uh, Bean for Kansas, only uh, 1,400 yards and 10 touchdowns through the air this season, but he's got it done on the ground game. I mean, so is Will Howard as well. Uh, Kansas State, 38 points per game compared to Kansas' 32. Both, 200 rushing yards per game, so top in the country in on the ground. Uh, both quarterbacks, I mean, kind of average, so you got to rely heavily on that run, that uh pound game and uh kansas state one and three on the road this season playing in a rivalry game but it's not like kansas is a tough place to play it's gonna be an offensive shootout 
in this one. Offensive points. Money. Uh, Bean, got to use your legs if you want a chance to win. Uh, escape the pocket. Um, some QB draws and all that. Some bootlegs. Uh, but I think Kansas State is just too much for this Kansas team. I got Kansas State 35-31. to 31. All right, number 22, Utah at number 17, Arizona. Arizona, a one-point favorite in this one, and they keep winning. That's why they keep winning. Uh, they've won five straight, their longest winning streak since 2014. I mean, Utah, they have an offense with Barnes. Not great statistically, but the couple last few weeks when they played USC and Washington, they've put up more, like double the points they usually put up every week. <laughs> All right, sorry, Arizona State's won four straight. Uh, the longest is five in 2014. So uh, Arizona chance to they Arizona still has a chance to make the Pac-12 championship uh, with a win this week, a winning out, and then Oregon losing one of their next two games uh, for the season. Utah three and three in their last six, so they've been kind of going downhill. But I mean, they've been close games against good opponents. Uh, like I said, Barnes ten touchdowns, seven interception, but he is gritty. This. He's a pig farmer. He is gritty. Uh, uh, Fafitas for Arizona, 16 touchdowns, only four interceptions on the year. Neither team really can score offensively. Um, uh, or, I mean, yeah, yeah. neither team really scores offensively or has much of an offense. So it will, I think, be more of a defensive battle uh, between these quarterbacks and uh, these two teams. Utah, 2-2 two and two on the road, while Arizona is 4-1. and one. Uh, Utah, a little tougher schedule, in my opinion, that they faced uh, uh, by far. So uh, I, I think it's a close game. I think it can swing either way. Uh, it's not a night game uh, for for this game, uh, 130 kick central. So I think Utah, the advantage there, I think they go in and win 24-21 to 21 against the Wildcats. Wildcats just aren't back enough for me to pick uh, them to win this game. All right, let's head to the SEC. Number one, Georgia. At number 18, Tennessee. Georgia, a 10-point favorite in this game. I mean, like I've been saying, Georgia is the best team in the country. I don't know what's going to stop them from going 3 P. I I really don't. Uh, I really thought they might struggle towards the end of the schedule with these teams, but no. Uh, they, they put them down and uh, showed them who the best team in the country is, and Georgia is that. Uh, they did not mess around with Ole Miss in that second half. Uh, well, really, the second through the fourth quarter. So, uh, it, it's this, this game is not as hype as I thought it would be in the beginning of the season with Georgia and Tennessee. I thought Tennessee would be a little better. Still a top 25 team. Still a top 20 team. But uh, the hype isn't uh, there as much as we expected. Uh, Carson Beck did uh, exceed expectations, honestly, for the Georgia Bulldogs. 3,000 yards on the year. Joe Milton, good, uh, good, solid quarterback. But we expected more, especially when he kind of came in later in the season uh, when Hooker tore his ACL last last week towards the end, but uh, thought Milton would just exceed expectations. But he's been he's been about right there. Uh, Georgia top five offense, top ten defense. Uh, and they they've got dogs all around them. Uh, they got dogs, so uh, it's hard to score. It's hard to stop them uh, when they got that many players on each side of the ball. Tennessee, Tennessee, two hundred thirteen rushing yards a game. Do that. Run the ball. Run the dang ball. Uh, if you, you wear out Georgia's defense, keep their offense off of the field, obviously, because this Georgia team scored 40 points a game. Tennessee, only seven points last week. 
you're going to have to score more than that uh, to even be remotely close uh, to winning this game. Uh, Georgia wins, I think, 32-17. to 17. So I think Georgia uh, stays perfect, 12-0. All right, final game of the college football weekend. Uh, number five, Washington at number 11, Oregon State. Should be a fun one. Oregon State, a, Oregon State's actually a two-point favorite in this one. Let me see if I got that right. But, I mean, DJ Ugule is playing really good football. I mean, if you're a Clemson fan, you're kind of sick that uh, he left and everything. Yeah, so Oregon State now a two-and-a-half-point favorite in this one. That's gone even more towards Oregon State. A little surprising, honestly. That That is a little surprising to me. Uh, winner likely goes to the Pac-12 championship. I mean, Oregon State only that one loss, and Washington not lost yet, but obviously tiebreakers and everything. Penix, uh, Penix, 3,500 yards on the season and 28 touchdowns for Washington. Heisman front runner for me right now. Like, he's balling out, and that's why they're winning these games, putting up so many points offensively. Uh, DJ, 2,200 yards, 20 touchdowns. Uh, Oregon State uh, running back Martinez uh, just became a 1,000-yard rusher on the year on 155 attempts. Ooh, six yards a carry for Martinez. Uh, big thing is Washington, top five on offense, but 102nd on defense. You cannot score everyone, but you got to put up some points. Or you got to get up some stops. You got to get a few stops, if, especially if your quarterback throws uh, one, two interceptions, or just any turnovers. I uh, got to get those stops. You know, Washington is one hundred is also 101st in rushing yards per game. No run game. No defensive stops. That that is going to bite them. It hasn't yet. It could this weekend. But uh, Oregon State, they, they're pretty good on the ground. Like I just said, Martinez, a 1,000-yard rusher. Uh, keep the ball on the ground. Both undefeated at home and on the road. So, uh, no biggie for Washington going on to the road this season. Oregon State schedule, man, though. It is, they're, they've got one loss, but it has been so easy. It has been uh, definitely a lot easier than Washington's. I just think I just think Michael Penix is too much through the air. And I, I could see Oregon State definitely keeping it close and um, maybe a last-second field goal they win. Or, But I, I think Washington's too much offensively, and uh, DJ might struggle in this one. But uh, he's going against a really bad defense. I just think Penix, uh, the, prove, prove you're the Heisman winner, man. Prove it, and I think you go in to uh, Oregon State and get a dub. I got Washington winning. Uh, 33 to 27. So, uh, should be a good game, though. Uh, all right, that's my college football picks for the week. I went 5-0 and last week with my lock of the week hidden in college football. 5-0, and baby, with lock of the week hitting. So, let's go good again. This this one, I'm not feeling as confident. I mean, you, you got a lot of ranked matchups. I think, I think most of these are going to be pretty close games. I think one mistake, uh, it can cost you. Just one small mistake, anything can cost you in these games, which should be fun. I'm really nervous about that Harvard-Yale. I, I was I was hyping up Yale too much. I, I think I, I was doing too much uh, for Yale when and went against them, but we'll see. That should be fun. All right, let me know your picks for Week 12 in college football. And to my final segment, who I'm going to share my burger and brought with, well, a McRib is back. The McRib is back. Oh, I went and got one the other night. Just as good, 
as always, uh, go check out the McRib at McDonald's. Sadly, this is not a paid partnership, but yeah, share my burger and brat and my McRib with y'all. Gwen got one. Mm, Gwen got two of them. It was so good. So I'm going back later, and I'm getting some more. Uh, gotta enjoy it while it's here. All right, everyone. Thank you all for listening. Make sure to follow the pod. Make sure to follow the podcast on any platform, any streaming service at Burgers and Brats. And save it with listeners on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at Burgers and Brats. And hopefully you're watching live on millions.co. And check out the podcast website, burgersbratspodcast.com. Thank you all for listening. Take care. Stay safe.